Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy Rewind Podcast. This is Mike, and Dylan will not be joining us this week. He is preoccupied with something far more important, so it's just me this time. I want him to be able to share his news with everyone when he comes back, or when we have another episode together here in the future. So today, what what are we jumping into here? We're going to be talking about some of the trailers that have come out recently for some upcoming fantasy shows. Ones that I'm particularly excited about since I have the mic. The first one is going to be, we're going to talk about is Percy Jackson and the Olympians, and the other one's The Last and Airbender. So Percy Jackson and the Olympians is going to be coming out on Disney+, and The Last Airbender is going to be coming out on Netflix. But before we get into that, please send us, uh, if you'd like to get in contact with the show, send us an email at fantasyrewind at gmail.com, hit us up on Twitter or on Instagram at the same handle. All right, with that being said, let's jump into the rewind. Now, I am uh, so excited to talk about these shows with you guys and to sh- talk about these with Dylan. <laughs> I know we we're planning to uh, talk about the One Piece series here coming up, but oh, man, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. You want to talk about a book series that I have so much nostalgia for, this is it. Now, I haven't read the newest book, which is really unlike me. I've read all of Rick Riordan's releases. I've read the Percy Jackson series (laughs) when he got into Roman uh, mythology, when he got into uh, the Red Pyramid series with Egyptian mythology, the Norse mythology, uh, the Apollo spinoff of Percy Jackson uh, I have not read the last two releases, though. The one with uh, Nico D'Angelo, which I really want to read, which is, I believe, The Sun and the Stars or something like that. And then the newest one he came back to the series with. And I do need to read those. So it's kind of hard for me to say I'm like the super, super fan that I was, but I love those books. I've read them all. I've read the graphic novels. I have followed and I cried. <laughs> I didn't literally cry, but I hate the movies they released for this series. So when Ricky Riordan said that he was going to be coming back with and helping this TV show, I was like, yes, this is what Percy Jackson should have been, is a TV show. It's going to be on Disney+. Plus. It's releasing on December 20th with two episodes. And I can't wait to jump in the trailer watching it Oh, got all the feels. I was like, yes, we got a younger cast. Cool, that's fine. They're supposed to be young. This series should grow with them. Excellent. All right, we got Grover. Okay, we've got Annabeth, right? Luke, okay, okay. I'm digging it so far. Love Chiron. I think some of the the actors they picked for this look and feel kind of like their characters from the books felt for me. So I really dig this. I think the effects in the trailer look really good, too. I think we're in for a treat here. And I'm excited that it seems like season one is going to be the first book. And hopefully they gave it like 12 episodes or so. Fingers crossed as well that they do not let this go the way of Willow and say, Oh, well, the first season didn't get quite as many people as we wanted, so eh, sorry, goodbye. But I think Percy Jackson has enough of a draw that we're going to see some staying power with this. 
This series has grown up with so many people. It's very much like Harry Potter in that sense. Now, not nearly as popular, but it is very popular. For those who don't know, um, <laughs> it'd probably be helpful if I talked about this series, right? So Percy Jackson and the Olympians is the first series by uh, Rick Riordan, and it's in the Camp Half-Blood Chronicles. So there's this series and another series. Now, it's a series in which you have Greek gods are alive. When they have relations with humans, their offspring are called half-bloods. So they're not fully god, not fully human. Uh, the big three in the book, Zeus, Poseidon, Hades, basically banned each other from having children after an incident with one of Zeus's kids. Or after, I'm honestly misremembering a little bit, but I'm pretty sure it was a prophecy that said that uh, one of their kids would effectively decide the fate of the world. And they were like, oh, we can't do this. Well, you know, Greek gods, they don't really follow the rules. So all of them did have kids, as they're wanting to. In the first book, Zeus's lightning bolt is stolen, and Percy is suspect number one due to all of this, since he is the son of Poseidon. He's sent on a mission, and... Because the number three is divine or really important in Greek mythology, he sent on a mission with two other friends, Grover and Annabeth. Annabeth is the daughter of Artemis. Grover, well, he's a half-goat. Satyr. <laughs> also, in all of this, Percy's mom goes missing. So there's a lot of tension to get her back. We see a whole bunch of Greek gods, Greek myths. That's kind of the cool thing about this series is that it interweaves modern American like history, architecture, all of this, locations, and Greek mythology together. So I think this is going to be a really great experience for a lot of people who love Greek mythology to dip into a younger fantasy. This will be one you can watch with kids. I, for one, am just watching it for myself, and I'm looking forward to it so much. Anyway, what are what's your favorite Greek god, goddess? Let us know. Hit us up with an email or on social media. That would be great. I'm really looking forward to this, though. Let's go ahead and push forward here to our next trailer we're going to talk about, The Last Airbender. Oh, oh. As excited as I am for Percy Jackson for nostalgia and for actually getting an adaptation, I cannot tell you how excited I am to watch Last Airbender again with real people, and it looks like it's following the anime. Oh, so cool. The effects, awesome. Every, all the characters look just, they, they I, honestly, it looks like they took inspiration right from the anime they're just saying that live action movie that happened that really didn't happen which is for the best if you haven't watched that we should probably do a review of that just for kicks because it was terrible the last airbender though this oh man i actually just watched it i want to say during quarantine um i watched it and i just had seen snippets here and there when i was younger but i finally got the opportunity to watch it all the way through and i just was blown away by just how ahead of its time it was and mature but accessible and it was so much fun it was really such a great show 
I'm really hoping they bring that into this live action adaptation. Now, I don't want it to necessarily be a one for one from the anime. I would like them to maybe add just a bit more, maybe draw in some more lore, but we'll see what happens. I have really high hopes after seeing the trailer, which I really didn't have high hopes because of all the drama that had surrounded the show's kind of creation. That being said, visually, it looks stunning. Stunning. We have Appa. We have all the different earth, air, wind, fire bending, and it all looks so cool. I really suggest you go give that one a try. In the Percy Jackson trailer, we see some of the monsters. We see some of the fighting, and I didn't really get into a lot of that because it, it just it's CGI. It looks kind of dark. It's good. It looks good. It looks good. But the last Airbender trailer, you watch that, and you're like, transported into this world and you're just like oh my gosh this is gorgeous look at these effects everything's bright man i just can't wait for this one this is honestly probably my top series for next year i'm gonna say that even just anticipation wise even if the lord of the rings happens to come out with another season or sorry the rings of power season two comes out i think this is my most anticipated for next year. I just can't get over like just how good all of the characters looked. Now, The Last Airbender will be releasing on Netflix, as I said, February 22nd, 2024. And yeah, it's looking really, it's looking really good. It seems like it's going to follow the story of Aang, who is the last airbender, and also the Avatar. Um, who gets trapped in ice with his loyal uh, air cow. <laughs> Sorry, wind bison, uh, Appa. And they're going to be freed by a couple of Southwater tribe members. And yeah, we'll have to talk more about that series because honestly, with both of these shows, I kind of need someone else here balancing me out, asking me questions. And that's typically Dylan's job. Unfortunately, now I'm just going <laughs> And my excitement, I hope, is apparent for both of these series. I highly suggest giving both a watch. Let us know which one you're more interested in, or if you're not interested in. Or is there a show that we missed? I know that there's going to be a Netflix movie coming out called Damsel that looks really interesting with a princess that has to go into a cave and escape from a dragon, it seems like. Really excited about that. Also, uh, really excited to get into the Fourth Wing. Yeah, the Fourth Wing book series. I actually am almost done with the first book, but getting ready to uh, listen or read the second book, and wouldn't mind talking about that either. Let us know some of the upcoming projects and things that you're excited to talk about, and we'll be sure to give it a like, a listen or a look at. Now, that being said, this was just me spitballing to myself for eleven minutes, ten minutes. So, I hope. Some of it came out pretty coherent. Uh, either way, enjoy your holiday, enjoy your time with family, and look forward to sharing about One Piece coming up next. Thanks. This is One Nerd signing out. Bye.